Frederick League Championship Podcast. You've got your commissioner, Matt Frederick, and co-commissioner, Danny Lutz, here to talk through the championship matchup. Not really matchup, but Danny, go ahead. A try matchup, we'll call it. A try chup? Does little, that count? A try, try ketchup? A try, try ketchup. McDonald's had like, the the Nickelodeon sponsorship where they had green ketchup. That you could fun. buy that. That's a lot of fun. You could buy it at the store. You could buy green ketchup. Not, not my thing. Not yeah. really interesting. I mean, me. I I get that you can put color in a lot of things, but ketchup should be red like the 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 tomatoes that it's made mm-hmm. from. The, the tomatoes and sugar. And I'm actually surprised, Danny, that you're concerned about the color because you don't like tomatoes. You like when tomatoes are pulverized into something that you can't recognize. <laughs> if you just psych my brain out that there's no tomatoes involved, I love it. Like pasta <laughs> sauce, like really fine ground. Love pasta sauce, like like red sauce. That sounds great. Unless there's like I can chew the tomato, I'm out. I throw a weird little plug in here. Recently, I tried uh, Zevia sodas, which are sodas that are made with uh, all-natural Zevia plant extract as a sweetener, not an artificial sweetener, not sugar. So they're supposed to be pretty healthy for you. Tried them. They're decent. I like a couple of the flavors. Um, they get the they get the soda quench down for you. Sure. But what surprised the heck out of me was you pour it into a cup with ice, clear. Like I got cola flavored. It's in like no. a blue can, just like Pepsi, poured into a cup and it's clear. I'm like, the fuck is going on here? But no then you way. realize it's like it's like actual Pepsi. It's literally just they add color to it to make it that color. So why why does that matter? It does just, though. Like, it does though. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like when yeah, Pepsi clear. I don't know something about it. Scott, we talked a little bit before the show about how great Vess uh soft drinks, sodas, however you want to describe it. Is Vess the greatest soda brand in history, Scott? Uh, if you want to say the most underappreciated, I would for sure say yes. Certainly. Certainly. What I remember really odd about Vess is like as a kid, I swore like it was either Schnooks or Deerbergs, wherever we were going at the time, whatever was the closest. They would sell like Lucy's of Vess. And we'd like walk through the aisle and my parents would be like, pick out one, yeah. one can of Vess. Yeah. And yeah. Does that happen anymore? Is that something you can do? Like a build your own uh, six pack? But it was, it was. There were literally, yeah, those cardboard, I think it was 24. It was That's like right, Scott. Sixes, and you just put whatever you wanted. It was what mix and match before it's time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and we take them down to the lake and it'd be like, okay, you can each pick three. And then it'd be like, oh, but there's so much variety of vests. It's impossible. It's like yeah. Sophie's choice. But I guess with 24 of them, you could do it. But best. And we're, we're so conditioned to like uh, label flavors now, like doctor this, cola that. It's not even a real flavor, but Vest mountain, true to like, mountain sweat, yeah, mountain, whatever. <laughs> and Vest ain't true. It's like, hey, this is fucking grape, boys. Drink it up. And it was delicious. Best mm-hmm. grape is delicious. Everybody well, who listens outside of Missouri, which I'm sure there's hundreds of you, um, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going specifically to the Frederick League. So we're talking to a finite group of 10, the elite group of 10. <laughs> but um, we're going to talk Frederick Fantasy Week 17. Um, 
this shit's crazy. Scott, Scott's here with us, uh, everyone. And it, let me just say, he's not happy about how it went last week. Um, he had some COVID problems. And Scott, why don't you talk specifically to Greg and Van about how it's not fair? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a real grade A horse shit. <laughs> no, basically. <laughs> the way I look at it is. I had both Dalvin Cook and Brandon Cooks out, and the two guys I replaced them with were Melvin Gordon, and I don't even remember his name, uh, Tyler or something. I don't know, wide receiver for Tampa Bay. And he goose-egged, and Melvin Gordon got half a point. So it was effectively like I just played my two guys with COVID. So you figure if they were in the lineup, they'd have got at least 20 points combined, I would think which would have bumped me up a couple spots and it would at least be even, I wouldn't be trailing anymore going into the final week. And now I'm pretty bummed out that I have to have a great week while counting on them to not do so. Just for a little bit of perspective in Frederick fancy, Keith is pulling up the rear in 10th place, who is the current uh, trophy winner, the current champion. He's got 50 wins. He's only 46 wins back. That's what we call an old flippy floppy. No, it's official. And just I did a little bit of math, Keith. Van uh surpassed 50 wins by week eight. Just for it's a little little factoid. We're in week uh week 17 here. Just a little shot. That means you suck. I, I wasn't gonna say it, but uh there we are. So Greg is leading the pack at 96 wins. Van's got 95 wins, and Scott's got 94 wins. They're they've locked in the one, two, three. So they have won the one, two, three because Dangerous Dan's in fourth place and he's 20 wins back, 18 wins back of third place. So it's impossible for anyone to catch these three. So they're just uh jockeying for position. That's the is that the term? That's the term, right? I don't watch horse racing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that means something sexual, but uh <laughs> I get I get what you're saying. And what I will say here though is while they are jockeying for for position for the top three, something that's big, I guess, at least for Scott, like third place out of this is that everybody tries this week, right? Because in reality, anybody who can land in those top three places this week or top places between any of these guys takes wins away in this uh, all place system. That's right. So somebody who needs to gain wins needs to be able to play this week. And I got to admit, Scott, last week I was kind of apathetic. I I left AJ Brown in my IR on his monster game. And I just didn't give a shit because what? I'm out. He's out of the IR now. He's back in my lineup. I get it. I, I all I'm saying is that every member of the Frederick Fantasy League has an obligation to keep playing through the end of the year. Not only because you can win a, a weekly win, which co commission Danny, we're we're still paying out like ten bucks to weekly wins, right? Yes which I would have won last week if I took AJ Brown out of my fucking IR spot. So mm. there, there goes my apathetic, not paying off for me. But uh, so that is the, that is the main motivation for people to keep playing, but I'm saying you need it to help you out with uh, getting some of these wins back this week, because chances are this week, you guys aren't going to finish one, two, three, and then just change between you three. There's going to be some people mixed in with that. So be fucking badass if that happened. Fingers crossed. That's what's really interesting <laughs> about this type of a league. Like this is more or less our playoff, and everybody has a say in it. 
everybody can't win money, but well, everybody can adjust the final rankings on how they play this week. Well, just kind of what you said. It's just kind of like our playoff. Yes, you are right. The last like two or three years have not been nearly this close. Actually, like the league has been wrapped up by like week 13 until now. And this is kind of cool because we have instead of just a head to head matchup for the finals is a three way matchup. That's bad. That's awesome. That is just really, really stellar. And I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, Matt, the tiebreaker for this, because it's very possible that there's a tiebreaker involved, it's going to be total points, right? Total, total points is what we agreed on. And right. I don't know if we have anything hard written down, but that was that was agreed upon. I think on. I think. It's, and if we're going to do that, so tie, let's talk tiebreaker here right out of the gate. Tiebreaker. Van is currently the points leader at two thousand two hundred thirty four. Followed by Greg, 2,226. So he's eight behind him. And then Scott, 2,198. So he is about 36 behind. That's well within the range of being able to figure it out. Absolutely still anybody's game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tight race. It's really, really exciting here. And those are the top three point getters. So those points only truthers, we have that for the one, two, three, no matter what. So not no matter what, but. Well, pretty much no matter what, the next highest is like 200 points back, which is dangerous, Dan. So I want to start this off hearing from the horse's mouth. Scott, you're in third right now. How confident do you feel? How, how much do you like your team? Scale of one to I, Jesus. L- looking at my team this week's matchups, it's like all green. So I love my matchups, but I, f- I did glance and one of the other guys, I don't remember if it was banner greg i think it, uh taking a quick look looks like greg has pretty much all green as well damn it um oh my god so does van okay no no confident I, i'm gonna give it a 10 <laughs> oh man that sucks all right well let's uh hey blues beat the oilers let's talk about um these teams guys let's talk about these teams let's start with the number one guy and that's gregor okay He's got Joe Burrow. Did you guys know that Joe Burrow went full Haas on the world last week? He's at Joe Burrow. He's at Devonta Adams and Tyree Kill, who are possibly the number one, number two wide receivers. And then he's got kind of for his third position there, kind of a hodgepodge. Marquez Valdez, Scantling, maybe uh, Lazard there. It's kind of weird. Then he's got for his running backs, David Montgomery and Damian Harris. Those are two rock solid running backs. George Kittle is on fire. And then he's got Gronk, a second tight end uh, in his flex, but there's nobody there in uh, Tampa Bay. That's pretty stout. I would say I would give that a quality of nine on a scale for this last week. What about you, Matt? I looked through this before we got hopped on tonight and. I'm not going to pussyfoot around it. I like Greg's team the best out of all of these. I think he's, he's got a lot of talent there, and he's got guys that are hot right now. And I don't see him losing, to be honest. He's already in first. He just needs to hold on. Obviously, it comes down to who puts points on the boards in week 17, but he's got a great lineup going. If I had to put down money, which we might talk about later, I'd put it down on Greg's team. Now, it's like one thing, Scott, I'll say little little light is what if this is an Aaron Jones game? Because he's got two Packers in his wide receiver uh, spots. 
if it's an Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon game or something like that, maybe, maybe uh, that could happen. Yeah. But Scott, what do you think of Gracie? <laughs> That'd be great. I don't want to like put you on the spot and be like, what do you think? Because you're probably gonna be like, yeah, it's fucking great. No, it, it's definitely good. I mean, I'm, I would have to think that Kansas city's D will hold burrow back from what he did last week. So I, I can't imagine he's going to put up like a 45 burger again, but no matter what Devonte Adams is going to get in the end zone, he gets in there every game. It's inevitable. So you just got to bank on him getting 15 plus points uh, pretty much the same with Hill. So I just got to kind of hope if uh Valdez Scantling's in the lineup that he kind of gooses and Lazard ends up getting most of it or vice versa. If he switches um, running backs, I definitely like mine more, but he's got good matchups with his running back. So mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter if they got a good matchup, whether you got a better running back or not. True. Now let's talk about, Mr. Van Van, I feel like led this league the majority of the season, and I could be wrong on that front, but he started off with two nine win uh, weeks, and I don't think he looked back until the very, very end when I, I'm not going to say the wheels came off because he's still the, the point leader. and He's one game back of Greg. Um, we can all agree that Tom Brady was a rock star pick in the draft and he stood by that. So let's start there. Tom Brady against the jets is <laughs> not bad. Let's see. Uh, even without Evans or Godwin, I had to toss that in there. So Cooper cup fantasy, all-star, right? Fantasy all-star and Cooper cup. Something I don't yep. think any of us, uh, any of us, I guess I should say, chumps uh, forecasted. None of us were big on Cooper Cup in the preseason, right? Um, excuse you, sir. I said when we were talking Robert Woods versus Cooper Cup, you both said that it's going to be the Robert Woods show, and I said it's going to be the Cooper Cup show. I did not project I'm this. Pretty sure we bullied you into liking Robert Woods too, which is on you for agreeing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> these are are recorded. Uh, yeah, someone's going to find it. And that's probably accurate. Cooper cup, Debo Samuel, who I now the, you give me the shit. And then I'm going to tell you that you did a good job, Matt, with the Debo Samuel pick or whatever, whatever Debo Samuel. And then DJ Moore, who's, who was great. Now he's moderate. And then uh, Vans running backs are Nick Chubb rockstar and Rashad Penny, who could be the guy in Seattle. Tight end is Noah Fant or Mike Kosicki. Who knows who uh, Van's going to go with? And then his flex is Jeff Wilson as of this moment. I don't know if he's going to play him with Elijah Mitchell possibly coming back. But what do you think of this team? Uh, We'll start with Scott this time. Scott, talk to me about Van's team. I You can't beat the Cup and Debo Samuel. I mean, Cooper Cup is going to get 10 receptions. Like, that's... Again, just like saying that Devontae is getting to get in the end zone. Cooper Cup almost gets a touchdown worth and just reception points every single game, not counting yards and touchdowns. So you, you can bank on that. And same with Debo, the fact that they run him six or seven times a game now on top of getting his receptions and everything. So I don't think you can beat that receiving core, even if DJ Moore doesn't have a great game, he's still probably going to be adequate. So I, I definitely it, like those receivers better than anybody. Debo is like what we were excited about. Quarter L Patterson, the first half of the season, and 
then San Fran was just like, shit, we got a guy who's better than that who can do all the same things. So let's, we'll run him and use him effectively in the passing game. And guess what? Debo Samuels is better than Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's, he's being used excellently right now. He he didn't even get a touchdown against the Titans last week, and he had a monster game, like 25 points in the, the standard league. So I, I really like Debo there. Um, the, I mean, the, yeah, I think, Danny, you touched on it. The, the question mark here is Jeff Wilson Jr. And looking at the bench, I'm not sure exactly who he'll fill in for him. I don't really like Jeff Wilson this week. He's, I think he's touchdown dependent. But do you think you go Boyd or Howard over him? Uh, Gasecki maybe in the flex? Me, Boyd. No, I mean, yeah, it's tough. Uh, I think I'd go Boyd with that matchup. But Gasecki's interesting. I'm turning the tables. I heard uh, to to throw a little Titans plug in here. I heard Gasecki's a free agent, and the Titans could be interested next year. So, I mean, I I'd love him a lot more if he's on the Titans, right? Um, so go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I was gonna say who's um wide receiver core. Like, if you had to take the top two of each, would you rather have Devonte Adams and Tyree Kill or Cooper Cup and? Debo, um, Debo. I, oh, I, uh, I can easily Matt. say I'm I'm big Cup and Debo guy. Never been big on Tyreek Hill, and obviously I'm not a huge Packers fan with uh, Adam. So, I mean, I'm not a Rams fan either with Cooper Cup, but it's easier for me to root for Cup and Samuel than those two. And I do think they have a slight edge. I would go with Adams and Hill. And I have no reason why, but then you talk with the third guy, fans got DJ Moore and Greg may replace his third guy. So out of the whole core, I would take DJ Moore over whoever Greg would replace Valdez Scantling. Does that, does that count for anything? You see who's on Greg's bench too? No. Greg has the fucking Packers wrap now. Yeah. So let's talk about Scott's team. Okay. This was the clear cut favorite, Matt, before last week's pooper of a, of a week 16. And we're not going to talk about it more. So Scott will stay on the show um, after these next five minutes. I mean, that was a pooper. Anyway, let's talk Scott's team. Josh Allen, rock star. Love it. Right out of the gate. Love it. Agree, Matt? We're, we're, me, Matt, me and you are talking through this right now. Scott's going to observe. Yeah, yes, I, I love that out of the gate. Just, Justin Jefferson, love it. Yeah? Absolutely. Can't, can't disrespect Justin Jefferson. Um, as I'm staring at my phone, Scott is making changes, so I'm adapting to this on the fly. <laughs> so, yeah, he smiled. Uh, Amari Cooper, great. Great. I mean, just great. And he had a he had a big week last week too with Dak, right? Yes. And then Brandon Cooks, I like it. I will say that I think this is this is a good wide receiver core, but when you compare it to the other two, it's good, not great, right? I wouldn't say this is not great. I like. I love Justin Jefferson. I, I love Justin Jefferson. If Amari Cooper is playing well with Dak, that's big. We've always talked about Amari Cooper being a roller coaster, so I hope that roller coaster doesn't hit a peak or hit a drop for you this week. And Brandon Cooks is just the best situation on that team, and he'll he'll have a floor, I believe, for you. So I don't hate it. I think 
we from what we mentioned on Greg and Van's teams is they may have more studs, but they also each have a player who's like a I don't know if I'd start him guy. I don't see mm-hmm. that on Scott's team. So that could be your your benefit mm-hmm. here. Now let's dip into the best running back core of all three of them. Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook right out of the gate. That's just that is the heart of Scott's offense. And that's going to be what drives him to the finish line. Would you agree? And Cook is off of COVID-19 officially? Correct. Or? Correct. Okay. So that's that's big. Um, <laughs> that is important at a time like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm liking your running back core. I don't I don't recall exactly Greg and Vance, but it, you can't really beat Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook, right? Montgomery it, it would be Harris, unreasonable if you did. Right. Montgomery Harris, Chubb Penny. Taylor Cook is going to be the best running back core that you're going to see in playoffs. You're good. Yeah, then you got Dallas. Wait, yeah. Dallas Goddard as his tight end. That's good. He's always been quality. He's gotten his flex right now, Gallup. I wonder – Scott's not listening right now. He's on the show, but he's not listening, I'm sure. I wonder if he's going to put Gordon in if Gordon gets his hand right. I'm also kind of playing Kurt Hunt. I don't love going to receivers on Dallas. I'll say that much. Um, he already has Cooper. That's what, that's yeah, what that's I meant. Why. Like, I, oh, I like shit. Cooper. Is that the point? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- there are some options on your bench, and I think Gordon would probably be the best option, but you got the Javante Williams thing to worry about there. But if you're already playing golf again with Cooper, then who gives a shit, right? Hey, we should also mention Scott's got uh, New England's defense against Jacksonville, his own Jaguars, because they're so terrible. That's a that's big. That's like a high touchdown potential there. Greg has either the Saints or the Bears, and they both have plus matchups. And Van has either Pittsburgh or the Rams. I'm sure he'll end up going, well, Cleveland and Baltimore, their opponents, not as good as the other two. I think Scott's got the advantage in the defense. He could really put up like a 17-burger there. Fingers I mean, crossed. <laughs> we'll see. So Scott's going to abstain from voting, um, I'm assuming. Matt, you wanted to propose something to close the show out. What was it? Yeah, I guess uh, based on our current standings with, what is it, uh, Greg in first, Van Down, one win and Scott down two. And then looking at the current projections. Oh, okay. Well, this throws a wrench in it because there have been some adjustments um, uh-huh. with, uh, with Scott's current adjustments. He is now projected to win this week, which would put him in by first overall by point by 0.4 <laughs> total points. Well, I guess it would put him tied for wins and probably unless he had no he would lose 30. by one he would lose by one wouldn't he if he if greg won and then scott got second he oh, would lose I'm, by I'm, one right now scott is projected first in this week and so who, where's would, greg projected second and greg's up by two on scott uh, okay 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 you're right you're right you're right um so yeah it's Shit, I need to recalculate everything. Calculating, but I guess, I guess now. What are you thinking? Tell me what your now what your Scott bet is. is minus one to to win the league. Greg is zero, and 
Van is he's he was already negative one or I guess plus one and uh, so he would be plus three so I guess that's our odds right now if you want to bet on Greg even Scott is you got plus one and Van would be plus two okay based on the current projections what are we doing five bucks we're doing five, five bucks? bucks five bucks me versus you yeah uh, obviously, I don't know why you even fucking asked that. Um, what are you? What are you leaning? Because I can tell you what I'm. What I want. Can I, I tell I you what I want. To, I think we need to do two, and I think we have to agree that based on the spreads that I've listed, or and we can we can adjust those based on projected points as of game day. Okay. Okay. Um, but each of us has to pick a team that we're we think is going to win the championship, okay. and the other will take the other side of it. Okay. And we'll go from there. Okay. Do I say it on three or do I want to tell you who I pick? I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. You can get the first pick for the win. I'll take Scott plus one. I do like that after going through rosters. Ooh. Love you, baby. <laughs> I I really like that uh, that running back core. And then just kind of talking through your receivers, it was like, wow, this is a pretty solid core. But uh so now I have to pick between Greg and Van, who are in first and second right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Van's team is kind of that. The dark horse with the plus three is nice. Or plus two is nice, though, right? The reason I don't like to pick Van's team is because it's all the players that I didn't expect to do well this year that did really well this year. Besides Debo, who I didn't end up getting in any leagues. So at the same time, I'm kind of screwed there. Chubb, I was always on his side. Outside of Chubb and Samuel, it's a bunch of players that I was uh, shitting against in the preseason. Stop so stalling. I feel <laughs> like I should pick Greg's team. And before the show, I mentioned that I looked at Greg's team, and I really liked it. Uh, Burrow, Adams, Hill. I don't really like all this Gantling slot in there right now, but then after that, you got Montgomery Harris, who just had a big week in Kittle. I think he's going to change it. I think he's going to pick someone up for a wide receiver. That we're not expecting, and he'll toss it in there. I don't know, and and I mean it could work out if he picks a receiver who finds the end zone on Green Bay, and Adams gets his normal workload. It could be the best move, but I I will go Greg even. Um, I guess what is that? He he has to win basically is uh what we're betting on that spread. So well, I'll go Scott, with the Scott plus one. It's like if Scott loses by one, then we just the bets off. Right. But yeah. All right. It's official there. Um, this is going to be fun. Um, well, that's it. That's the Frederick League wrapped up. You guys got anything else to add? Everyone to close this out? Or just want to say uh, good luck to all three of them? Or hey, some good shit? luck to all three of them. I'll, I'll reiterate to the whole core of the fan base that. Oh, hold on. I'm seeing one player, two players are projected above Vandevin right now for this week. Does that change the odds? I'm not going to change it right now. Um, But I like Van's team, but like, honestly, I really like Van's team. I do, but not compared to Scott's running backs. And I feel like I just feel better about Greg's team. Otherwise, like, you know what I mean? Like, so that means Van's going to blow this out. Van's going to win this thing easily. Nine to Scott's two and Greg's one. That's what's going to happen. 
He's known a little bit more than everybody else since the get-go. The cool thing here is that we got two people in the running that don't have their name on the trophy yet. Greg is the only one with their name on the trophy, so to I fuck feel like him. We, should, we should be rooting for Scott and Van here. Um, oh, other than damn, that, Greg, you hear that, Bob? <laughs> well, I'm also betting on him, so I mean, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, you're betting your actual <laughs> money, and you got a mortgage, so that's real. Yeah, but uh, other, uh, last thing I'll say is. Like I mentioned, there are some people that have some pretty high projected points this week, so keep updating your lineup. Make sure that you're being competitive this week, not only for a weekly win, but to to make sure that these three of the top running have to compete, um, and we'll have a really fun finish here. All right. So with that, I'll say, remember, have fun with it.